Hi, everyone. This is Michael from the Mount Rushmore podcast. Sorry about the delay of recent shows. This episode, 200, is our season recap show that was supposed to come out at the very end of last year, but it didn't. The holiday crunch delayed it a bit, but we're back on track for 2020. Also, I fully understand the irony of being late, especially after I boasted about 200 straight weeks of episodes in the first few minutes of this episode you're about to hear. I must have been tempting fate. Enjoy! Hey everybody! Welcome to the Mount Rushmore of the Mount Rushmore podcast season four, Mount Rushmore's. My name is Jeff and I'm joined as always by my good friends Richard hello, and Michael. Howdy! If you've followed us this far, you know what they do, and we have had a few of these year-end episodes before, so you may have heard one, and so you know what they're like, where we look back and we gratefully examine the opportunity we've had to get together and debate and deliberate the most ubiquitous aspects of any given thing and talk about it, and you've listened and we appreciate it, uh, so we're going to reminisce about the fun we've had. Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. This is also our 200th episode. Holy smokes. And we have been doing... Listen, this is something that I'm very proud of. 200 no of the known episodes. Released episodes. One, uh, this is 199... Um, re- no. We had 100... No. We had... A, <laughs> no. <laughs> this, is, this is me talking to my son, Felix. We had 198 episodes that we'd recorded like for the actual episode, and okay. then we released one earlier this year, which mm. was like from the vaults, like yeah. Disney opening up the yeah. vaults. Otherwise known as we were too lazy to record that week. No, yeah. no. We were never too lazy. We were just busy. Busy. Oh, sure. Sure. Three busy. busy men, three busy families. Yeah. And this is our 200th episode, and we've done 200 weeks in a row. Mm. We have never missed one. Wow. Some have come out a little late, like maybe on a Friday or Saturday or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Monday. Rare no, one. I don't think we ever did a never Monday. Never quite did that. No. But... Very proud of that. Very proud to have spent the last four years with you two yeah. gentlemen doing this thing that we devoted to, like just kind of on a whim as kickball was dying down yeah. for us. I so, think the podcast hadn't even worn into a thing yet. We no, just no, got we together. Invented it. Yeah. 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 We're going to be like the, you know, like when you hear the story about the uh, bluesman who <laughs> nobody remembers, but yeah. he's the one who invented slide guitar. That's right. That's us. <laughs> yes. Blind um, Richard Manfredi. I yep. was, <laughs> we, were, we were at a, a restaurant um, and I was, uh, this before we came out here, and uh, you know, they bring out the little placemat for my child and the crayons, which he ignored. So I started coloring, <laughs> and I told my wife that I invented making it darker around the edges. Oh, really? And slightly lighter. <laughs> she found that funny. Felix says, What are you talking about? And I said, Just a funny joke. Just a funny joke. My first choice for this year mm. the Mount Rushmore of breaking the fourth wall. Oh. Which is one of my choices. Lovely. I love this conversation. I loved that we both started out with the same thing, Richard, which is uh, it's Gary Shandling show. Right. And then it just kind of went on from there. We talked about the sensational She-Hulk. We talked about Mm -hmm. Deadpool. Um, We talked about um, the song Glass Onion. And also, this episode featured my favorite pick that has ever been done on this podcast between any one of us. Oh. And that was Richard's Choice. For Duck Amok. Oh, nice. Which I thought was just, I, I was mad at myself for not choosing it. And it was, um, 
if you don't know the cartoon, it is a Chuck Jones cartoon. Yes. Uh, featuring Daffy Duck primarily. Oh, Where that's he's right. being drawn he's and erased and, oh, yeah. and erased yeah. and being changed. And he's constantly talking back to the animator. And of course, mm-hmm. by the end, you pull out and reveal that it's... Um, yeah. Uh, Bugs, Bugs Bunny doing it, mm-hmm. but I was so mad that I didn't choose it, and was so jealous of Richard for choosing it. And it was just one of those things that makes <laughs> that makes this podcast <laughs> just delightful. It's yeah. just like, oh, I was too narrow minded, or I wasn't, I wasn't broad enough. I yeah. didn't think outside the box enough, especially for breaking the fourth wall. Right. And I just thought that this is one of those. This was one of those great episodes that I thought we were all fi- firing on like all cylinders. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite episodes of the season as well. All right. <laughs> we'll that's, just all be quiet for that. No, just let's think about that for a second. Shall well, we? you know that last. Uh, if we're, if I have any kind of voice in this, uh, do I judge? Is this one I judge, which is a reminiscence? Or is this just an exhibition? Yeah. Okay. The, this is an exhibition. The episode. <laughs> this is where Richard kills me at the end. Just beats me down, and I'm Apollo Creed in the corner, and he's standing over me, and everyone's booing him. <laughs> this was forty some episodes ago. Um, but uh, it, 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 this episode, we're, last episode was Vanity Projects, and one of those that uh, Richard chose, that I forget whether it made the list or not, was uh, a Paul McCartney Vanity Project, and it got us into some discussion of uh, the Beatles and whatnot. But our episode 156, Shitty Things About the Beatles, um, we don't necessarily position ourselves as skewering sacred cows or anything like that but We're not edgy not edgy <laughs> really trying to shake up your mind no we're not purposely trying to do that but uh this was shitty things about did. the beatles was yeah. one of the ones that we had um on we have like i have a spreadsheet and this was at some point relegated down to do we really want to just be dicks. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was in the two negative category. Uh-huh. Yeah, initially when we started recording uh Four years ago, yeah, we were like, oh, we recorded an episode that felt bad. Yeah. And it was like things we hate about sports. And oh, then we were yeah. like, we'd never released it. Mm-hmm. I, we were also probably drunk. I think we... I think I was, that was also a drinking episode, we were, yeah. We, it was, we were like drinking like whiskey. And it was just like, this just sounds bad. It feels really negative, And let's not put out negativity into the world. Yeah. You know, flash forward episode 156. And we're like, these fucking Beatles, these fucking guys. <laughs> you have everybody everybody loves and... these Liverpoolians. Fuck you guys. But then it's like... <laughs> Go to uh, hell, all four of you. Shitty things about the Beatles. One of them, the Tate LaBianca murderers. <laughs> murderers <laughs> like, like, like Helter was, Skelter forced them to do... <laughs> that was one of mine. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, maybe maybe don't write that album. Maybe don't. Yeah, maybe these people are still alive. Yeah, that's on you, Paul. Or if you know what, don't be so vague about it. Just say, why don't you go? Mur- hey, hippies, go kill some famous movie star people, celebrity hairstyles. I like that it turned into an REM song. Yeah, it did. <laughs> didn't know Michael Stipe was the Beatles. We didn't kill the ta- hates. <laughs> If you want to see Billy Joel just like lavishing really. praise upon himself for writing that song, not Rushmore Vanity Project. Watch the Brian Johnson Life on the Road, where he talks about. Uh, it's funny seeing Brian Johnson as the uh, Barbara Walters, <laughs> you know, uh, singer for ACDC. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that Brian Johnson. Uh, and uh, Billy Joel, you wrote "We Didn't Start the Fire." What was that like? <laughs> And then is in Billy Joel's. Wow, I was just looking back at all the amazing things that had happened throughout my life. It's like you mean you fucking heard uh, the REM sing "It's the End of the World." You know, and you decided you wanted to do one of those. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it was my turn. 
to say something. Awkward, we have awkward silence and then that's perfect. Talk. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Very <laughs> fitting for our two hundredth episode. Yeah. Uh, so I, my one uh, single episode choice would be uh, episode one eighty three, which was things that are both the best and the worst. Oh, okay. Um, and specifically, my favorite trifecta of choices that I think any of us have ever done, which would be Michael's. Uh, Eating French fries on the car on the way home. That's it's great and it's awful. Backed up by living across the street from a liquor store. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so good and so terrible. Back- oh, by the way, this morning we are looking out our window and it is fifty degrees in Los Angeles and windy as hell. And there was a girl in a bikini being photoshopped, or like uh, there's photo a photo shoot. 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 There's a photo shoot <laughs> she for this photoshop. She skipped the photo. This poor fucking girl oh, was no. out there, and we, Emily and I were just staring out the window. Oh, in, our, in the yard, the name was yard across the at the liquor store, at the liquor, liquor store, store in front of this bright white wall, and like our dog looked at it first, and then. We're peering out there, and then Felix wonders, and like, what are you looking at? And we're like, there's a, a naked woman outside. And he's like, what's naked? Where's naked? We're like, over there. And he's like, I can't see it. It's like, it's fine. That's funny. <laughs> so we back, then you back that up with leaving dishes for the morning, mm. which really, I think, settle more than you intended to about your lifestyle. I don't know. You know. I think those are three separate days. Eating a lot of French fries, coming home. I, I, I looked at it as a day, more of a day in the life of yeah. Michael Winfield. Yeah. You're coming home from work. <laughs> You're coming home from work. I read the news today. Oh, oh boy. boy. Coming home from work, eating those french fries, getting a, getting a nice base of grease mm. for mm. that night of drinking you're mm. going to be doing where you're going to have to go across the street to the liquor store yep. because you drank all your wine. And then you're going to leave your dishes for the next morning because you're too drunk to do them. It's a hell of a Saturday. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, I, 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 in general, I do love these episodes that are, I think, as... Revelatory. Even though we do yeah. pop culture well, I think, the ones that are more personal. And I'm glad we don't do them all the time. Mm-hmm. But when we do do them, I think they're fantastic. Yeah. The Simpsons was mentioned as one of the choices in episode 186, TV shows that ran far too long. And there was a predict... I, I'm surprised I haven't seen more of these um, hoax posts or fake news posts where they say the Simpsons is going to be canceled after 30 years. That was, I think, two weeks ago. We're seeing it. Danny Elfman says, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, he kind of speculates? Yeah, yeah. but he didn't have any knowledge of it. He's just like, I think they're probably getting ready to be done. Yeah. And that... Then he he cashes another check. Exactly. (laughs) What's interesting now is I think there are some um, old world entertainment companies like Fox. Fox is more than i think 100 years old now i think it was 27 or 1917 or something when yeah, it was 19th century fox yeah it was yeah uh that are still holding on they have a few uh rings on their on their on their power glove still their gauntlet and the simpsons is one of them even though now disney has it and it's just now a, a drift in this sea of ip um but i immediately it made me immediately recall that we had drubbed it and dubbed it as a show that has gone on too long, but almost out of love. You know, there's, you were talking about uh, Jack Black and KG singing about Dio uh, rocking too long. <laughs> and I speculate that they were doing it out of love. This, is oh, a, this would be a mercy killing. This would be a mercy this, killing. Yeah. This is old, old yeller. Yeah. I, I would also speculate that everybody who works on the Simpsons 
mighty Cree, other than the fact that they want to keep their job. Paychecks, yeah. Yeah. Nothing's supposed to be that No show is supposed to be that old, I don't, I don't yeah. think. It's like, it's like uh, Michael will get this, it's like Voldemort. You have to learn to accept death, and he was never able to do it. Yeah. Oh, Trying to, to beat death, well. and that's what the Simpsons are. They are Voldemort. Sad. My next choice. Episode 159, the Mount Rusher of Wayne's World. Oh, awesome. Wayne's yeah. World. Fun. It was one of those that I expected us to have a lot of crossover, but we never did. It was just fun to vamp and mm-hmm. like gush about something that you can generally love, the good and the bad, like the bad of Wayne's World 2 and the good about you know the origins of it and the bad mm-hmm. of like the love-hate relationship between Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. Yeah. And like, there's so much that is within this thing that is just like a goofy premise. It's just like, oh, mm-hmm. it's, you know, uh, cable cable show. Yeah. And these two guys from Aurora, Illinois. And like, it was just one of those, one of these topics that I think has a lot more depth than just choosing your four favorite things mm-hmm. about it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, what are the... There's so many th- other things that were left off the... It's one of those, there's so many things that were left off the table that could have been talked about that weren't. Yeah. That it's like, oh, and this is a little cultural milestone that existed for a decade in some way or another, and then it's kind of gone, but mm-hmm. still has all these mm-hmm. lovely gooey, gooey memories. I just like that we can... I like that the show can do things like that, that mm-hmm. can hone in on a... It can be very broad but then can hone in on something very specific and there's still yeah. Yeah, a we, wealth of to mine out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do horses. Mm. And we can do... One sp- of Jeff's best yes. thoughts. <laughs> oh, and we can do something very ultra-specific like Wayne's World. When yeah. I try to think of topics for this podcast, I do the thing where you kind of cock your head and kind of like like a, a precog in Minority Report. Like you're kind of floating around in the ooze and trying to find those images or ideas that come from... Uh, the medulla oblongata or some some underused place in the brain. Uh, I was in Vegas a couple months ago. No, a month ago for my wife's birthday. And I was looking for all the things that I took for granted about Las Vegas and could never get to any of them. And I thought about our Vegas uh, episode and um, the food options and buffets were your choices and there were plenty of food options, but I'll be damned if every damn buffet I tried to get to, there was a huge line and I couldn't get in. But now there's a one quadrillion celebrity restaurants. Sure. Now. Every casino has them right up front. And it's... Uh, from Gordon Ramsay's Gordon, this yeah. or that. Or. Every person who was on Top Chef or Iron Chef or, or whatever has their face on a billboard. There's all these amazing or... Uh, out front in the casinos, there's always like a gourmet burger place. It seems sure. too. So I think you are. I believe you are contractually obligated to eat at at least one Guy Fieri restaurant. Yeah, yeah. While you're in Vegas, <laughs> yeah. Like when you land, it's part of they the make deal. You sign it. Yeah, yeah. The uh, you you have the, you see that thing on your receipt. Uh, there's the airport fee, the 911 recuperation fee, and the Guy Fieri. That is like a tax, <laughs> right. At the hotel. <laughs> Um, but I remember thinking the flavor tax and, and non gambling entertainment options. That was one of your choices, right? All right. Was that like the shark reef or yeah. um, other stuff you can do stuff. in Vegas? That's not even casino yeah. related. Yeah. Shows and things like that. Or just go into like the mob museum. Yeah. The pinball museum. The pinball museum. Oh, I should have done that. I didn't do that. Um, it's just a lot of pinball machines. 
<laughs> I mean, listen, listen <laughs> fun. it's it. fun to play pinball, but like, it's, yeah. it's just a lot of pinball machines. <laughs> Can you picture one pinball machine? Okay, now multiply now that. Now multiply that by like 200. <laughs> you got paid. The best thing about the pinball machine museum is that you just, all you do is want to play Adam's Family. Oh, really? <laughs> you're right. Like, you're like there and you're like, let's go find the one that was the best one. Yeah. Yes, the Adam's Family is the best yeah. pinball yeah. machine. So let's just go play that one. Yeah. You don't need the one from like the 1970s that fucking sucks. Right. The Elton John pinball game. <laughs> oh, like yeah. All the flippers don't flip properly. And you're yeah. like, there's like one, there's like two like, Bumpers to mm-hmm. hit, and that's it. Yeah. Didn't you remember Xenon? Did you play Xenon? It was yes, like, I remember Xenon. It was like a, almost like an HR Geiger yeah. theme thing. Mm-hmm. And it had this sexy voice. Ooh, Xenon. I remember as an adolescent <laughs> getting pretty excited about pinball. <laughs> just me, just going to go down the street to the 7 Eleven and play pinball. Oh, yeah, pinball, you guys. Yeah. All right. So my next one is our guests that we had this year. Oh, yeah. Such so as Paul Preston. Yeah, Paul's a great guy. That was it. That was it. Okay. Yeah, we had we, Paul on twice this year. That was year. it. We, that was it. We really looked in upon ourselves this season. Yeah, this was a, more of an insular okay, episode. Hold on. I would like to uh, point the finger at our booking agent, Richard Manfredi, for yeah. not getting anybody involved. Yeah, okay. I'll, 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 I'll wear that one. Okay. Uh, we were at Black Cat Comics. And okay, we, well, that. Okay, that. That, that might come up on a list. That might on come the up ba- on the list okay. later. The back, right. end, back end of the. Okay. But in terms of. We were of, not alone. Of, but in terms of planned. Yes, let's okay. put it that way. That's we right. had Paul on, and Paul was a great addition to the show. Mm-hmm. And it's why we had him on twice, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's somebody who definitely got the uh, concept of the show and yeah. was able to come in and sort of run with it. Mm-hmm. He did the Mount Rushmore of Invisibility, mm-hmm. and then later came back and did the Mount Rushmore of Sports Movie Cliches. Mm. Um, and I, th- I think he did just a fantastic job, and I would, I would definitely have Paul on again. You know, and if- yes, you're right. I am the one who screwed up. Although I will say, I'm not going to spoil it because you never know what happens with these bookings, but we do have a very good booking coming up for the start of next year. That's true. I would like to say that... Um, the Beatles. Yes, all, all, got all. <laughs> even the dead ones. Um, uh, for our winter meetings... You know, we're going to go into our winter, you know, pretty soon, it's the end of the year, we're going to go into our winter meetings. Is this ha- like where we trade people? Where we had, yes, where we had, we trade people. Am I getting up. traded? Uh, well, uh, we'll see what we can get Speaking back. Speaking of Paul we, Preston. <laughs> yeah, well. well I'm, Do you think you fit in that chair? I was just going to say, if, like, you know, we often change the rules from season to season, we always think of, like, new ways to uh, breathe new life into it, whether we have a new point system, yeah. new rules, new da 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 you know, during our winter meetings, you know, if we brought in... A fourth person hmm. to the Mount Rushmore podcast. Hmm. Paul has been on a couple times in this last year. He's fit quite well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In theory, we can't pay him any money. But I think he's used to that. <laughs> Hi, Paul. <laughs> anyway, just, a, just you know, a, I'll take that salary and I'll double it. <laughs> just something to discuss amongst I, us when we're like, like yeah. uh, when we're having our, our end of year uh, breakfast buffet. Mm-hmm. The only thing we need to talk to him about is really just like. Banging on the like the table like for like a number of times like to emphasize a oh, point yeah and just like don't do that come on we're in a podcast and I've got to edit this out I can't even do that <laughs> I can't drop the mic all the way down on everybody's mic to it feels it sounds funny I think he uh, would be a <laughs> great addition though, to the podcast if we could even manage him He's that such guy a busy is so dude. busy yeah yeah the I would say there was a guest that kind of didn't qualify as a guest because it wasn't a regular episode. And that, oh, that you're was right. my bo- my bro Matthew Sweet. So I have loved Good this artist choice, Richard or Jeff since I was uh, going through a whole. I 
I was getting divorced in 97, something like that. And just Jeff uh, Cast. I didn't know we were, to, I didn't know we were going to get a Jeff Cast in it's episode always good, though. Oh. Uh, Matthew Sweet's I'm, music kind of helped me through. I had most of his uh, all of his CDs did on. Did you even repeat. have Earth? I had Earth, even though it's so bad. Yeah, uh, sorry. It's, uh, he, it's, it was him developing his sound. Trip Shakespeare, background singers. Yes, and Earth. Um, but it was amazing, and it was also a healing moment because four years prior to that. That uh, podcast episode, I had donated to his Kickstarter $100 in order to receive a Skype message or communication with Matthew Sweet. And it was maybe five years before he actually uh, followed up on it. So I spent about four years thinking, fuck that guy. (laughs) And they say, don't meet your heroes. Well, don't donate to their Skype or to their their Kickstarters Kickstarters. um, because they'll disappoint you because what they are is rock stars, not... Uh, people who want to talk to any idiot on And I will say, Skype. even though I totally understood why this was a solo Jeff thing, as a bass player mm-hmm. myself, oh. who loves was into uh-huh. Matthew Sweet as well, yeah. I was a little jealous of you. Really? Yeah, I was a little bit like, uh, I could have contributed to that episode. Oh, I apologize. I no, should have gotten okay. you on no, board. But, no, but I, like I said... Yeah, where's your money? I, underst- I didn't up. put up any <laughs> money for it. That was your, that was your reward. Oh. Yeah. So I'm not... Not angry about it. Yeah, there's just a little bit of a little bit of jealousy. I think you most likely were hearing the conversation and knowing how much you could contribute and relate. To oh, I haven't listened yeah, yeah. to the episode. Don't get me oh wrong. Oh my sounds god, like, sounds like Matthew Sour over here. Oh my god, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. All right, are we near halftime? We are at halftime. Feels like okay. Uh, oh, say hey, it's halftime, and uh, we want to invite you to listen to the next uh, 200 episodes. Uh, oh we're going to drop them like Netflix. Markets? We're going to drop them all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you so we'll be away for a little while. <laughs> so we're, think we're, not, yeah. we're done. We're just yeah. waiting for the next season. Yeah. You might, uh, there might be episodes called Whose Cat Is That? Where we just say the word. You know, or episodes Bob's where cat. it's like, let's describe um, the wall. And that's the whole episode. Uh, no. I, you know what? I could ask you before you, you binge on the 200 episodes when we drop them. Um, sometime mid uh, 2020. Mid never. Never, mid never. Uh, go back and listen to all the past episodes. Do us a solid, do us a solid and do that. Eh, you're not going to do that. Just go back and rate the Mount Rushmore podcast. That would you know, be so if, great. If you, hold on, I'm going to time it. If, right now, you start listening to every episode back to back to back to back, when the ball drops mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve, yeah. you. It'll sound like you'll get right here. <laughs> and it's going to be you great. Synced so it just, up. Perfect. That was, <laughs> I, I just looking at the times 4322, 20, 47, 11. Oh, no, no, it's right now. It's right now. And if you layer them all together, you mm-hmm. know, actually, it, it sounds identical to Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, sweet. So it's pretty good. Sweet, just bro. play this all on like one and a half speed, too. Bro. All right. Who's, who's up? It's Michael. Oh, oh my. Uh, uh, this, uh, my next choice. Is a Jeff Hopkins classic. Oh, snap. episode one sixty nine. Nice, <laughs> the Mount Rushmore of comedic Draculas. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, we could have gone just with Dracula no and would have had a great show, but comedic Dracula. comedic Draculas just takes 
it is it just a nice little look into how Jeff's brain works <laughs> when I'm just begging him. Can you just subje- please submit please some submit idea. some ideas? And Jeff will just like barf up like nine in a row, and they're all fucking great. And you're just like, <laughs> why is this like pulling teeth out of you? And then it's like they're they're also super, and you come out with something like comedic Draculas, and it's another one that's just like. You know, we had a lot of like crossover choices, right? Because maybe it is not such a diverse subject. Yeah, okay. But it is a fun subject. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, love at first bite. We both talked about Dracula dead and loving it, and then it kind of went off from there. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I love, I love when we get into your brain and. That's scary place. It is a scary, yes. fun place, yeah. just like Dracula. <laughs> He's a scary, fun guy. I love yeah. when we can like dissect a topic and just get into like whatever this thing is. Yeah, in the that whatever has been created in pop culture, and somehow we can gum it all together, yeah. or like silly putty and whatever, and just re-release it and yeah. see, see what's going on. You know that. I think I did. I bring this term up or ask you guys if you'd heard the term headcanon? Yes. Yeah. And I, I'd seen that defined once again, or somebody, somebody saying, you know, I always thought that, you know, this character and that character off screen were friends. Or I always thought that after such and such sitcom ended, that they went off and formed a band together. You know, this idea that you and maybe the collective we have about these characters or like, like Ernie and Bert, what's their real relationship off screen, you know, right. that kind of thing. Um, and I, Bert, f- Bert is the top. Bert Duff for sure. Definitely. Um, I do, but I do feel like we sometimes tap into that world, the things that we feel that aren't written in black and white in that piece of culture or piece of history. I know we talk about Star Wars quite a bit, or I have over the last mm-hmm. couple of episodes, but like the convergence of like canon, head canon, and now like this legend canon. Yeah. That these poor fools, these poor suckers who are Star Wars fans are dealing with. Oh, yeah. When like, and then, you know, the big mega corporation comes in and buys it and mm-hmm. it just like ruins their fucking yeah. life. And I think, well, too bad. <laughs> You fools. I'm sorry that you invested so much time in your own personal story about what Luke Skywalker was doing for 30 years Mm -hmm. and that part of that was reconciled with like these books written by like sci-fi writers and then Disney comes in and is like, he's a hermit and he does nothing (laughs) and he drinks milk out of the teat and then he fishes and he's just like a dick and you're just like... No, he went on adventures. He was, a, he was a cool. He was the <laughs> coolest uh, Jedi that ever lived, yeah. and he dressed in black. Uh, nah. uh, uh, so All right, my third one. Since we're trying to behind the scenes here, okay, we have twenty minutes until Jeff has to leave for a yep. holiday Christmas party. Bust it up. Wrap it up. So B. we got to wrap this up up soon. Um, I, I believe from your uh, your commentary earlier, Michael, you may also have this on your list. This would be episode number which one is it? One night one eighty seven. Are black cat yeah, comics also on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, otherwise known as the uh, Mount Rushmore of lesser, Bat- yeah. lo- lesser known Batman mm-hmm. villains. Mm-hmm. What a fun. weird day that was. It was fun to do a <laughs> quote unquote live podcast, and it was amazing that um, your guest came in and was had no idea what we were talking about. Yeah, it was astounding. Yeah, and I love him for being there and showing up. And he was just like, Pat uh, the Batman guy. No, no. Oh, Jim Fry. Oh, Jim. Jim, the yeah. actual guest. And yeah. it was just like, I'm just, he's just like, I'm just, I'm throwing darts. 
Yeah. I'm trying to hit the wall, and yeah. I don't know what I've got. And then thank God that I'm Pat the Batman guy. Yeah. Yeah, he saved us. It just seems like the, every once in a while... It was we, on Batman Day, right? Yeah, it was on Batman Day. Um, every once in a while, somebody knowledgeable would just kind of wander into our lives inadvertently. Right. <laughs> and then I, I just remember the... Uh, and and thank you to the Black Cat Comet oh people for that, having us. Love that place. Yeah, it was a great place. Please visit it if you're in Los Angeles. Um, but I do remember they had us in the back room, and people would be coming through to like look for figurines or whatever, yeah. and kind of see us doing something and look sort of confused, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then turn around and and quietly walk away. Yeah, like it, it wasn't even like God, oh, that's our hey, do this. It was just like <laughs> okay, I better tiptoe out of here. Nope. What's the opposite? Unsubscribe. Is, not, not, is there yeah. a not never subscribe? <laughs> No, it's just people were just like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. We, uh, we should we should be quiet and get out of here. They're, yeah. they're doing something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It was it was a fun episode just to record. I you know, I could I could talk about comics and Batman and stuff all day, but mm-hmm. I it was wonderful to be there to see like Jeff slide down his proverbial bat pole <laughs> and turn into to fake Adam oh, West. I'm sorry. Dear retro Batman. Retro, retro Batman. Batman. And just to see him in like various stages of undress and put this stuff on. And people <laughs> people wander in and we're just like taping stuff to his chest. Oh. And it was so and then but but once Jeffrey completed the met- metamorphosis and came out of the cocoon <laughs> and was this beautiful bat- Batman. It was astounding because it, it is so in character and he does not break. This man does not break. And you won something. He saved a kid. I saved a child. He saved the city. <laughs> he saved the city. Of Gotham. <laughs> and, yeah, that's true. And I, you won something. I won um, bat- the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, God. That's the, awesome. The, um, the, the third the DVD. of the, yeah, mm-hmm. a Blu-ray. The Blu-ray. Even... Even, more pixels. Even more and now that yeah. I gifted you the first two today. And, now that, and Richard gave me back something he's had for like <laughs> two years. Probably, no, 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 no. Oh, maybe longer. <laughs> like seven years. No, it was when we were doing the podcast. It has. It was not because, <laughs> because oh, wow. I made this whole project of like... This is why we're doing the podcast to get, eventually get them, to get give you so many DVDs chances. And he's done. I, I scanned all these DVDs into a digital format to put on a Plex drive, and oh, the yeah. Plex drive thing never worked out properly. I'm sorry, Emily. I will, oh. I will fix it, and oh. I will get this Raspberry Pi computer. So you're, We've talked about Jeffrey yeah. about setting up. Okay, yeah. Basically, but, you're going to get Jay Rubin to do it for you. That's right. But basically, uh, yes, it's nice to have a set of DVDs well, back that I haven't go. had in forever. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got to the last choice. You've already did that black hat was your f- that was my fourth default fourth, right? And I think Jeff, Jeff, do you have anything? Uh, anything else that I, you- I would just say that uh, this last episode last week of Vanity Projects uh, felt like a uh, flip of the coin to musical side projects because I think we chose mm. those because mm. we mm-hmm. liked them, and this Vanity was kind of a thing that we kind of looked askance at some of these things. So. Uh, I remember that episode. There's a fine line between musical side projects and, <laughs> and, uh, and vanity, vanity projects. projects. Well, I would say all Jack, no matter what Jack White does, I want to punch him wherever he is, even though he's doing great things and he's incredibly talented and stuff like that. He's so, making some sort of vinyl out of yeah. reprocessed cheese or something. Yeah, taking know. a stick and hammering a nail and wrapping a guitar string around right. and taking a... 
He's bought the, yeah. he's bought a full grown African elephant. Yeah, and he's engraved his latest <laughs> record into its tusk, and you can only listen to it yeah. by running the needle down this elephant's tusk, and you have to be in his presence. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot of work to listen to that album. So I thought that was a fun. That was a fun and informative thing. The album is Tusk. Tusk bump. It's Tusk. The USC marching band. Yeah. Um, so my last one is not. It's not specifically an episode, if that's okay. Mm. Um, it is the new scoring system. Oh yeah, which we instituted this year, I believe. Very, oh, no. very challenging, and I really love it. Okay, I think it's great. It's I, been fun. I think it's great to have to have a little. Take bit that of, note into the winter meetings. Okay. Yeah, I think it's been great to have. To put a little bit of thought into not just what you're picking, but when you're mm-hmm. putting them out, mm-hmm. we tend to save therefore our best ones for last because it tends to hit the big points, and then, uh. and then getting it bumped up early is just like Argh. right. Oh yeah. So there's strategy involved in okay. this now. Speaking of which, Jeff Hopkins' choice. Yeah, it was. This was your Did I flake uh, out on that towards the last. No, couple no, of okay. No, it's been okay. great. And okay. speaking of which, Michael, do you have the fi- Do you happen to have the final points tally for this season? I don't know. Let me see. I haven't done it for the last episode, but I could figure that out real quick. Okay. So going into 199, uh, it was Michael 261, Richard 256, and uh, Jeff 12. Jeff, you, you really fell off giving yourself points. Oh, yeah. You some, need to use the Borglum's bag. Talk more about often. winter oh, meetings. Okay. You started out strong with Borglum's bag. Yeah. And then you're just like, I hate Fair doing enough. this podcast. Fair I hate you guys. And no, our guest I... got 33 points. So let's see. So Paul Preston got 33 points. So let's uh, let me just look at my <laughs> notes real scored quick. Scored a lot more than I did. <laughs> well, I think I must have won because I'm the only one who could have scored points. Well, I don't know. Let's How many? See. Ooh. Hold on, let me figure it out. Let me Ooh, figure it out. This is good. Yeah, this is like so um, it's coming down to the wire yeah, here. Usually yeah. this is a blowout one way or the other. Richard got. Uh, Paul McCartney was your first choice, right? right? That was one point. And then you got the Lady in the Water, which was my second choice. So that's one, two, three. three. So two, one, you held on. So you got one. I'm just gonna add them up real quick. Two fifty nine. So you won by two points. Two points. Oh my god! Sweet. But then Jeff also got um, some points that uh, you know. If, Oh, they're in there. Well, congratulations, okay. Michael. Right. It was a hard-fought battle, and That's came down to, to come the wire. down to, to come down to two points and not know and whatever. Right, super. So now I understand why you chose my one pointer and my two pointer. Oh, oh, wow! A snap. Bit of strategy in the judging. I could there. have, mm. but I didn't. Yeah, that's true. Happy New Year, everybody! God. Yeah, Happy New Year. Is this a New Year? Oh, it's going going to be. It's going to be Christmas. Okay, and New Year's coming up. We are, again, peeling the onion away here. We're, we're recording a couple of weeks before. Yeah. So we can go do family stuff with yeah. our families. But, yeah, happy holidays, everyone. I'm putting on the 2020 glasses. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this has been the Mad Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff, and as always, this is Sammy And this is, guys, oh, I'm Michael. Happy, happy New Year! Day.